Welcome to Inner Thought Radio with your host, Woman of the Womb and The Fall Back Up. Yes. Welcome. Welcome back to Inner Thought Radio. This is episode four. Number four, yes. Yes. The 8th of December. Yes. Welcome, everybody. We have some great topics for you guys As that we are usual. discussing. I really like these topics, though. These yeah. are, I mean, I like all our topics, uh, but these really hit home with the times that we're, we are in, yeah. the things that are going on in the world today. Uh, so can you break down the topics for us? Yes. Yeah. So uh, tonight we are going to be <laughs> talking about the power and energy of words. Yes. Uh, which is great because, you know, we talk a lot on this show. So uh, yeah. I think that uh, that's nice. That's a nice little mm-hmm. thing right there. So the power and energy of words, that's our first topic. Uh, then we're also going to be discussing the frequencies and vibrations of music, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then we're kind of going to put the two of those things together, um, and we're then going to be talking about how music, not just music, but how music and media um, affect people's minds, their emotions, and their habits. Yes. Yes. And that's important also because we are a media resource, if you think about it. Yeah. We're I mean, a radio we're show. We're a radio show. It's considered media. Right. And you know? Yes. So uh, I think, like I said, kind of with that first point, that's very important as far as uh, what we are doing with this show and how we are using our words and, you know, the music that, that we choose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we're very selective in those things for a very specific reason, yeah. which uh, I think, you know, this show will kind of shed some light on some of those things. And hopefully help some people out yeah. um, with their daily life Yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so first topic. Uh, well, before we okay. get into all those. I'm rushing. I know, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm we excited. got time. <laughs> so uh, before we get into those topics, I just would like to, you know, say thank you to uh, all of our listeners so far, the people who have gone on uh, to ponderbookingradio.com to subscribe, to those of you who have uh, put in your pre-orders for the Women of the Womb book series, um, for those of you who have been on the website ordering the, uh, the Introverts and Empath book, that is so awesome and amazing, so yeah. I just definitely wanted to say thank you for that love and that support that you all have shown that us is amazing. so far. Yes. Really? Yes. Yep. Okay. Now we can jump into our topic. Yeah. Well, had else I want to tell everybody that if you would like to call in, yes. uh, use the phone number 646-668-2189. Again, that number is 646-668-2189. Yep. Call in, make sure you press 1 to speak with the host, you know, uh, give us your thoughts, your input on, on tonight's topic, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, whatever else, you got some other stuff on your mind, share it with us. So, uh, no. yeah, yep. that is that. Okay, now we're good. All announcements out the way? I think that is it Okay. for now. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and uh, get into this power and energy of words. Yes. You know, there was this uh the the saying growing up that I always hated what? being the emotional child that I was. What is it? Uh mm-hmm. sticks and stones 
Break my, break my bones. bones. The words can never hurt me. That is a pure lie. That is the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I always hated that. And, uh, you know, after learning more, you know, really of just the energy behind all all things, because every everything that exists in this universe is mm-hmm. based on, you know, it's about energy and vibrations and, and all of that stuff. So when it comes to to words, the words that we choose, those things are very important. Mm-hmm. And being a writer, that's something that I've always kind of been very uh, meticulous about when it comes to writing and making sure I'm using the right words. words. Yeah, you know. So with that being said, <clears throat> all all words uh, carry a very specific vibration. Really, they carry a certain sound tone, which produces a certain vibration. Okay. So when you speak, you are literally pushing that energy and these vibrations out into the universe. So it's like whatever whatever it touches, whatever it hits, mm-hmm. its it vibrations and frequencies are now transmitted to that, you know, that other thing. Yeah. So... Because energy does not... Uh, erase itself. Energy always flows from one thing to the next. Right. And words are a form of energy. Right. Yeah. So when you push, you know, certain words out, like I said, when you push certain words out into the universe, one, you know, it definitely, uh, it can affect people on an energetic level. Mm -hmm. It can affect people on uh, an emotional level. And, you know, we talk about aura and chakras and all of these things all the time. Um, But, you know, it's, it's the same thing. Those Depending on what the uh, what type of energy is behind a certain word, that can uh, either be healing or uh, damaging hurtful. to your aura. Yep. You know, that's why you have things like curse words right. that are called curse words for, for a reason because mm-hmm. they actually vibrate at a very low frequency, right? Um, which create a low frequency within your emotional state, yes. spiritual state, in your aura. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know. We're kind of going to get more into that later when we go into to music, but uh, I think that is one thing to keep in mind yeah. um, because when you combine the power of words with the power of music, that is a force, a, a very amazing, powerful, yes. powerful force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think also when it comes to uh, talking about, you know, the, the – and we talked about this on the last show, didn't we? And we kind of talked about, like, you mentioned something about legalese and, like, the, and we talked about the English language. Was that the last show that we talked about? Yes. Yeah. You know what? A lot of our topics, they, all kind, they of kind of cross over and run yeah. over with each other they because do. they're all important mm-hmm. when it comes to things like aura yeah. and, you know, emotional, mental, spiritual. And we talk about these things a lot because mm-hmm. those things are important right now. Right. Uh in, in terms of healing mm-hmm. and just people being balanced. Yeah. So, yes, it was etymology and legalese yes. is what we were talking about before. Yeah. And uh, let me get the exact definition. For etymology, uh, for people who don't know what etymology is, if you're on your website right now mm-hmm. and you're listening to this on the web, on your phone, or wherever you're listening to it, open a new tab. And pull up etymology. It's something that you really need to mm-hmm. get in tune with when it comes to words because every word in the English um, language. language has multiple meanings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. multiple. Some of them have 
up to five, six meanings. Right. But what people don't realize about words with multiple meanings is that even though you hear it for what it is with the one meaning, right, the vibration the vibration behind it, but your subconscious always breaks down all the meanings. Right. Even if you don't even really realize, you understand what these other meanings are. Right. It takes them in. Mm -hmm. That's why you have etymology, which is the study of words. Etymology is simply the study of words and their origins. Yeah. So it's the it's the study of finding out where words started and what their original meaning was. Mm-hmm. Uh, most English, we got to understand humanity nowadays. We're late into the game. <laughs> we're not. The, we're not. We don't know anything really. This humanity of this era is ba- we're babies. Yeah. When it comes to the whole scope of how long humanity existed, right. people most a lot of people know the story of Babel, where you know you had everybody in one place, and then the t- the best the Tower of Babel fell, and everybody separated. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know that was where that was and where that started, uh, or what language they spoke. Mm-hmm. If you really look it up, it was Akkadian. A lot of people spoke. Akkadian, which if you look up Akkadian right now, is a dead language. A dead language means a language that they don't know how to speak anymore. Right. There's no records of it. Mm-hmm. If they found records of it, they don't know how to decipher it because right. they just didn't know it's that old. Right. So a lot of our languages today are just breaks off of break off of Akkadian language, mm-hmm. which was like original Sumerian, cuneiform, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Etymology is the study of this to go back and say, well, this word started with the Egyptians. Right. This word started with, you know, in Israel. This word started in German. A lot of English language started with the Norse. North? I'm probably saying that all wrong. But, uh, and it's also North, a German. Yeah. yeah, and it's also a Germanic, Germanic language, which means it started out as runes, Okay. People look that up. Our too. alphabet runes. Our alphabet, the English alphabet, started out as runes. Okay. Which is a Norse. Norse, yeah. A like, Norse like language. Like like Norse code. And then it, yeah. Yeah, Norse. No Morse code. No, no. isn't that? A, oh, is that saying wrong? Yeah, you said Don't that wrong. Don't they say that though? Is that okay? No, they never they mind. Don't say that. <laughs> so I'm trying to see if that was right. But it's a, it was a <laughs> an ancient culture, the Norse people. Okay. I believe that is correct. Mm-hmm. But our language started there. And then it got combined with Latin. Right. You know, actually, runes are also a predecessor to Latin. So right. a lot of Latin came from that as well. Right. And then over time, it turned into English. As, you know, people traveled and things changed and the alphabet got fixed and defined. One good thing to know about this, this rune language, is that it was the language of Spell binding, mm-hmm. which means it was the original language used to create spells. Right. Well, then, I mean, even when you think about the English language, that's why they call it spelling. Spelling. Yeah. You know, because any, any words you write right. down is your spelling. And I think we do need to make a note that when it comes to, you know, people think of like magic and they're like, ooh, you know, like the whole <laughs> <laughs> like mystical, the mo- the movie kind of connotation yeah, that yeah, has been yeah. given. Um, but when it comes to spells... That's another thing you can talk about with media. Yeah. Movies are used yes. to make a lot of things that are that need to be talked about into fantasy. Right. That's very true. Yeah. But go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Well, what I was going to say is that when it comes to spells, casting spells, you know, it's not just about, like, 
well, I'm going to put something bad on you, cast a spell. But it is back to what I originally said about putting certain energies into the universe to make them, you know, manifest in a certain way. So when it comes to spells or spelling, that this is not just a dark type of, you know, energy or so-called magic that we're talking about here. It can be good and bad. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, I think we've been desensitized because of movies, like you said, both ways, because it is like the dark mood. Well, and that's what I'm saying, because because it's being used as that when it comes to media and music. But what happens when people don't know that they're using these words, they're doing it to themselves. They're putting spells on themselves. You know, it's not just me, like, okay, I researched this. I know all about runes. I know all about you know, the Norse people, I know everything about it. So I know that you don't. Yeah. So when I speak, yes, I'm, like, purposefully, like, putting you in a curse or mm-hmm. in a spell right, or right. something. But then you go home, and just because you use the English language, and you might write a sentence about the dog went up the tree, <laughs> and you don't realize that that sentence has 15 meanings, and that just by reading that repetitively, you're putting a sort of, a sort of energy on yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I think our whole entire language was created for that purpose. It's just like legalese. Yeah. Legalese, okay, let me tell the people and what, what is, legalese Yeah, I was going to say, well, because we keep using that term, yeah. so what is that? A legalese is a formal or technical language of legal documentation. Mm-hmm. So basically. Like the court. Right. The judge, they all use legalese. Right. Police. Officers, they use legalese. Right. Anybody that has anything to do with a lawful interaction uses legalese when they speak, which is just like the the normal. It's a normal language. Right. It's our normal language, like the word understanding. I'm glad this is coming up finally mm-hmm. because we we always, always say understanding, yeah. overstanding, mm-hmm. and people are probably like, why do they keep doing that? Who do they think they are? <laughs> oh, hotel. <laughs> oh. Right. Right? <laughs> but there's a meaning why people do certain things. Yeah. And it's called legalese. Mm-hmm. The reason a lot of conscious, educated, awakened individuals don't say understanding because that means to stand under somebody right. in a point. It's like when a police, a police officer pulls you over and he said, do you understand me? Right. You say, yes, I understand what you're saying, but I didn't do it. It doesn't matter that you didn't do it no right. more because, because now you, you now literally are gave saying, away your right yes, to him. To gave my power to say, I stand under. I stand under whatever yes. you're saying from not from this point forward. Right, right. So it is better to say, I understand you because that is to say, I feel you. Right, I resonate with I what resonate you're saying. I resonate with what you're saying. Yes. It has a different meaning to mm-hmm. These terms are called legalese. Right. So basically, in simpler terms, this mm-hmm. legalese language mm-hmm. is it's the English language. Thanks. It is regular words. Regular words. But it goes back to what you were saying about these words having different, you know, like uh, different definitions and different meanings behind the word. Yeah. You know, so they kind of they use it in a way to trick you. It's kind of play subconscious mind yeah. games. It's it really used so that the people who are not educated on it give away their right, right. most of the time. Yeah. That's the right. That's, that's really like the main yeah. reason it's used. Un- to so unknowingly it, give away unknowing, right? just through speaking. Which is what? What do you mean? I'm sorry. A spell. Okay, yes. It's the same thing. Yes. You make the English language into runes so that people 
put themselves in spells and put other people in spells. Right, without even and then when people start learning this, you make legalese, which is the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. All you're really doing at this point is talking to the subconscious soul right. of a person. That's what the real power of words does. does. Yeah, yeah. The power of words of course, I can say something to you right now. You'll be offended on the outside. You're like, what? Right. I, how dare you? Right, but on a subconscious sir. level. Subconscious, your soul is like, oh. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Okay, I'll walk off the cliff. Right. That's what he's telling me to do. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. I'm like, go get me some ice cream. And you're walking off the cliff. And you're like, <laughs> why am I walking off the cliff? I don't know. Right. I don't get it. Why do I feel like this? Because certain key words trigger your subconscious mind which has all this information in it that you don't even have on the outside of yourself. Right, in your conscious. In your conscious. Yes. It's a very intelligent subconscious being. You're more more than one being. Everybody has more than one being with it. The people who know this run the world. People who know this create a language. They know about the vibration of words. You know, this this information is probably only new to people who are hearing it right now saying, oh, I didn't know that. Right. If they didn't know that, it's only news to them. Right. I knew it. You knew it before we started the show. Yes. People knew it thousands of years ago. Right. So when they created the language, they knew people wouldn't understand it. They right. made it super intricate. So it's it's there's parts of it me and you don't still won't understand. Right, right now. There are words that we understand. We won't overstand, we understand under that we do yes. stand under because they can say the cup, and we'll be like, we'll be like, oh, I'll pass you a cup, and they're like, ha ha, yeah, you will. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> See, you gotta right? have people freaked out to even talk. That's that's why. That's why I love Twitter because Twitter's all words, and people who have consciousness yes. on Twitter, and you'll see them when they speak. They go out of their way to point out specific things in words. Yeah, and I love. That. I love doing that. It's very important yeah. to do that. I enjoy writing a certain way because it allows people to see and, you know, on a almost like a somewhat subliminal level, like pointing those things out without directly saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yes. This is true. This is true. And people need to know about also, let's get to another point. We'll use this one for this one and in the next topic. Okay. That's why I want to talk about this and then probably go to a song or something and then go into the next topic. Is that okay. cool? Yeah, that's cool. There's a thing called harmonic occurrence. Harmonic occurrence. Yeah, you had to explain that one. Harmonic occurrence is basically a, I'm sorry, I'm saying it all wrong. Harmonic oscillation. Okay. It's not a current. It is an occurrence, but it's an oscillation. It's it's called harmonic oscillation. Everybody take out your pens, your pads, write this down. It's harmonic oscillation, Mm -hmm. okay? Harmonic oscillation is basically a wave. Okay. It's a wave that is frequent. So when you have a wave that is consistent, that is called what? Harmony. Right. Harmony is just a, it's something that doesn't change. Okay. Okay? It's exactly seven degree, 70 degrees in here at all times. There's harmony in the climate. Okay. Okay? Yes. If I'm singing at a perfect, perfect tone, there's harmony in my voice. If I switch it up, <laughs> right. right, it's a little less harmonic. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a wave. Yeah. The heat is the wave. The song is a wave. Anything that's a wave that's consistent, the light coming off that light, it's harmonic because it's consistent. It's not changing colors every two seconds. 
Right. Correct. So harmonic oscillation is also used in words, right? When people chant, when people pray. Mm. When you have a thought, it's called a harmonic oscillation. Every thought that you have that comes out of your mind, you don't got to say it. When you have a thought, your brain creates waves. They're called brain waves. Wow, right. They're called harmonic oscillation, right? Mm-hmm. And is there's a formula for it in scientific notion, which, which the formula actually proves harmony and it proves faith and it proves integrity. It proves a lot of things. Right. Because the formula basically breaks down the point that everything is already in harmony. You don't create harmony. Everything is just in harmony already, mm-hmm. Okay. The formula basically states that the only thing that changes harmony is some sort of friction. Mm-hmm. Something that comes in between and says, all right, it's going to slow down, it's going to speed up. Right. And then heart, the, in harmonic oscillation, the formula says, okay, there's a restoring occurrence here where something can come in and distort the harmony, right. but it will always get back to being harmony because that's just the way. Because that's just the natural balance yes. of things. And this is also flow. in words. Mm-hmm. which is to say that words are naturally harmonic things. They're not really meant to curse you or to do detriment to you. Right. They're okay. naturally meant to heal you, to make you more powerful. Right. All right? Mm-hmm. Just wanted to throw that out there. I just felt like somebody needs to hear that. Right. You know? Well, I mean, I think that is that is perfect, you know, when we do go into the next topic uh-huh. um, with the whole, the idea of, certain words or certain things creating friction and disrupting that natural flow, that natural harmony that, you know, that exists within all things. So, yes, uh, yes. we will come back to that. We're going to take a quick break. We'll take some callers, too, when we come back. So if anybody wants to call, remember that number is 646-668-2189. The number again is 646-668. Two one eight nine, uh, and make sure to press one if you'd like to to speak live on air. Uh, even you know if you have questions, whatever you know you want to share a thought, just uh, you know dial that number, press one, and yes. Yeah, we'll be right back. All right. Working, repressing. 
Dressing me to death Cause now I'm choosing life, yo I take the sacrifice, yo If everything must go, then go That's how I choose to live <laughs> Okay, we're getting there At least I had a chunk Okay, it's how I choose to live <laughs> oh. No more compromises I see past the disguises Blinding me through my control Stealing my eternal soul Appealing through material To keep me as a slave But I hug it out
All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. To Inner Thought Radio with your host, the backwards again. The fall back up and... Woman of the womb. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Y'all know we got to have a little bit of fun on yep. the show, so don't mind that for our uh, our silliness over here. Yeah. But uh, if you are just now tuning in, welcome to episode four of Inner Thought Radio. Fourth episode. Fourth episode. Yeah. Yes. yes, we are getting there. We're getting there. Yes, I can't wait to be on, like, episode 100 and then, like, look back and be like, man, this is a Yeah, we're going to replay you saying that right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, tonight, uh, our our first topic, we talked a little bit about the power and energy of words. Yes. Um, about uh, the English language, spelling and spells and all of those good things. If you mm-hmm. missed that, definitely make sure to... Uh, Go back at the end of the show and listen to the archive version of this, so you yep. can get the full effect of uh, the show. Yeah, of everything. Yeah. Um. So before we go into our next topic, we do have a caller on the line who wanted to, uh, you know, share share a few things. Keith, are you with us? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can. How are you tonight? I am wonderful, happy to be here with you guys, to have this opportunity to to voice my words so that everyone Mm -hmm. else can hear it and be touched by it. Um, I'm so proud of you guys for the work that you're doing thus far, and you will reach 100 and plus more episodes that I foresee happening. Thank you. You're welcome. For the mere fact that I once was on Blog Talk Radio doing my empathic readings, and I missed it so much that I I'm actually been inspired by you guys to get back on the radio show. Yes, yes. Nice. We love that. Power of words. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And life and life and death is in the power of our tongue. And if you don't mm-hmm. speak with a purpose, you'll just be one of the sheeple still lost in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. So I just basically just wanted to share that with you. I missed that the last episode, episode three. I missed that one. I was trying. My spirit guides wouldn't let me get on the line because I couldn't get the number. I missed the number by one number. Oh, by the time man. I got by the time I got through, it was ten o'clock. <laughs> oh no! Okay. So well, uh, I, like I, it, oh sorry. Go ahead. No, like you go ahead. It's your world. I'm just in it to enjoy it. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, you know, if you uh if you go on to the website, um, ponderbooksandradio.com, we have all of the archive shows on there, so you still have a chance to uh go and listen to it. You know, it is if you go scroll down a little bit, like not even halfway through the page, you'll see the button that says listen to all episodes, and it'll be there for you. Mm-hmm. Cool, because like I said, I'm yeah. friends with you on Instagram, and then I think I'm friends with you on Twitter as well. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, I, nice. Yeah, I'm all. I just got back on Twitter. Um, I've been on and off Instagram because the energy that I can feel and see through yes. pictures, it just takes me through some changes. That every day I'm yes. deleting people off my page because yes. I feel yes. like you're not representing yourself in the light that I'm used to seeing. So I don't yes. have to see it. Yeah, I get to pick, yes. I get to pick and choose who I want to share my energy with. 
Right. Yeah. And that that has a lot to do with you being an empath, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that is uh it is important that you say that because I believe that that also kind of ties in into this topic. You know, um not just with Instagram, but definitely with Twitter as we were talking about words, you know, and a lot of times especially when it well, I mean, hell, even with Instagram too because you see that has turned into a a whole word thing, you know, yeah, it's like it's not even pictures anymore, it's a bunch of words, and you have to realize that there is an energy, there is a spirit behind all of these accounts, you know, and that when people put certain things out there, they are emitting a certain type of energy uh, into into the universe, you know, so when other people are reading these things and tuning into these things, they can feel that, you know, or even, like, even, you know, say somebody puts a some type of, you know, it looks like a positive message out there. If yeah. they've got bad energy behind it, you know, you can you, you can literally feel, feel that, that no matter what, right? No matter what the words are saying. In the book, Introverse Explained. Have you have you uh, had a chance to read the book, Keith? Introverse. Oh Explained? my God, no, I haven't. My knowing is so on point that mm-hmm. it's like I'm I'm reawakening to knowing every freaking right. thing on this planet. And it just scares me yeah. at times because I I freak people out and they don't want to be around me, which I don't have a problem with because that that just <laughs> that stress I got to be bothered with. But right. the energy, <laughs> just energy and period, it's like oh my god, I I was going through something a few minutes ago and I felt my own energy flowing through me, mm-hmm. and it felt mm-hmm. so wonderful because we're always. And then I thought I was the only black empath in the world because I couldn't oh, remember wow. And I have been I have been searching high and low. I became an ordained minister <laughs> to find our people. Mm-hmm. Few, mm-hmm. Few, few, many are called, but few are chosen. I'm trying to find mm-hmm. the few that were chosen to help me along my journey so we can help each other expand consciousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in, in that book, oh, I got oh, to get sorry. that. Put it on Insta. Put it. Yeah. Put it. Uh, if you can, just tag me on Instagram with it, and I'll definitely read it. Cause you know, reading is fundamental, and knowledge is power. Yes. Oh, we got it. We got your number now, so I would definitely. I'm gonna have. We're gonna send you a copy of that book. Yes. Well, thank you. So God, well, show, let's see. Thank you. The ebook <laughs> copy of that book, so you can read. Thank it. you so much. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I don't want to take any yeah. more of your time up. I want you to be able to, to really enjoy the, the rest of the show because I feel like it's going to be very inspirational and inspiring, and I'm I'm literally sweating bullets right now because the energy is just that intense. Uh, thank, see, thank you for speaking that into the universe right there. That is the type of love and energy that we need. Yep. All right. We sure do. So All y'all right, have a wonderful Blessed day. Namaste. You as well. Thank you. You as well. Bye-bye. Oh, man. Love that. Yeah. And I, I'm glad he made a lot of good points uh, about that Instagram thing, how energy flows. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a note that I had wrote down that I wanted to share about transforming words. Okay. You know, and it's just like the energy that you have on, on Instagram where you see all of these pictures and you get all this energy and you start realizing, wait a minute, I got to start unfollowing all these yes. people. And then once you start unfollowing, you get down like two people. You're following two people, 
and then you go on your thing, and you have this clarity mm-hmm. and this feeling of, oh, man, yeah. now I fulfill my aura, like, getting lighting stronger. Yeah. You know, it's lighting up, but it's getting stronger and bigger yeah. at the same time. Yeah. But when you have all this negativity yeah. uh, going around, people don't even realize what they're doing yeah. when they when they do that. So I had took this note about transforming words, and the transforming word is basically, okay, it says, each word we say carries its own vibration. What's one word you use that you know has a lower vibration? Mm-hmm. It might be a curse word or a pessimistic phrase. Uh, commit to replacing that word or phrase with something different. For example, if a person frequently frequently curses as part of their normal vocabulary yeah. when they decide to stop, the change in vibration is so great that they'll begin to attract different people into their life. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Instagram and Twitter. When you clear a lot of people yeah. off of your timeline, mm-hmm. you go on your timeline and it starts reading different, mm-hmm. it attracts a different type of energy. You start yeah. getting better jobs. You start getting better opportunities yeah. in your life just because that is a big amount yeah. of vibration yeah. coming off of those things. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm glad that you say that because, you know, I think everybody or a lot of people have that issue, especially when it comes to, uh, follow, you know, the people that you know personally. You know, when you so when you get to a point where you're like, okay, I kind of want to go, you know, this way, and I'm trying to, you know, I, I want to go more in this direction. Yeah. You have, you know, it gets to a point where you're like, okay, I love y'all, but I gotta, you know, I gotta set up a boundary somewhere because yeah. you are putting straight nonsense. Yeah. You yeah, know, I do. I, people I know know I don't follow them. They, they, yeah. they know I think they they're crazy when it comes to certain things. Yeah, and like the people I know personally in my life, I probably follow you. Yeah. And obviously, because we do the show together. <laughs> have a great so wait a minute, what you saying? If we didn't do the show, I wouldn't follow you. No, I, I would follow you because you have the mind type of person that I can. When you say things, they're positive, yeah. they're influential. Yeah. You're not just on there talking about your day. I thought I'm annoyed. Yeah. You know, when you tweet, I'm annoyed, and that's you it. Put and you that out. Putting that yeah. out there. You're telling your whole entire aura every time you go down your timeline to be annoyed again. Yeah. Or I got a headache. Yeah. And then tomorrow you might not have a headache and then you go down your timeline and all of a sudden you got a headache. Right. It's because you keep putting that out there. Now, I don't want to be reading your headache into my life. Right. You know? So a lot of people, you know, my friends know. My friends know me pretty good. Right. You know, I love them to death. I don't follow any of them. Right. At all. I see them when I see them and that's it. (laughs) You know? Because I yeah. just can't. I I am an empath. I'm like Keith. I'm an empath. I cannot. I mean, I wrote Introverts Explained. Right. Everything you need to know about introverts and empaths. So I am like the spokesperson for that. Mm-hmm. I literally cannot take in that information. I feel it. Right. I feel it in my heart and in my soul and my gut. And it's just right. like, oh my god, I gotta. I can't. I can't deal with it. And that and that takes us into our next topic, mm-hmm. which is. Frequencies and vibrations. Yes, frequencies and vibrations. So, okay, when it comes to when it comes to that, I kind of I want to touch on. You know, we keep using these words, frequency and vibration. And so, what is that? Where does that come from? So, when we talk about the creation of our material world, of this physical world, everything is built 
on uh, on numbers, mathematics, mm-hmm. um, sacred geometry, of sacred geometry mm-hmm. on vibrations and frequencies yeah. and things of that nature. And these things all come together um, as powerful forces to create our reality, mm-hmm. you know. And so for people who uh, who study physics, yeah. You study physics in school. You, you you know, and that's a, well, oh, that's a whole other topic. Let me not go on that tangent. But when, when you are studying physics in school, that is basically what that knowledge is about, all of these, these very specific uh, mathematical equations that can be seen in the creation of all matter. In nature, in, in the, the universe. Right, right. Words. Right, and, and how you know, okay, so for four people who kind of, when we talked about, um, the yoni last week, right? Yeah. For people who do, uh, you know, who who read the things on Twitter that I post, mm-hmm. I I wrote this uh this post where it was talking about the yoni and how that same you know the same uh visual of the female yoni can be seen all throughout nature mm-hmm. in flowers in certain fruit. You know, when you look at it, you're like, oh my goodness, that looks like yoni, right? Why am I saying this? Because that just goes to show that all there are so many different things that are that seem to be totally different or uh, totally separate that come out with the okay. same, you know, they look the same or have the same features or remind you of the same thing. And that is because there is a very specific uh, equation. Program. Pro- yes. That, a number code. A number code, yes, that creates that that physical there thing. There is a number code that gives you the shape of your eye, right. the shape of your nose, right. the shape of your mouth, right. how a flower blooms, exactly. why it blooms. Right. It's all coded. It's all, it is all coded. And vibration and frequency are only two, are only two of the things that, uh, that play a role in that. Um, so sound yeah. is one of them, mm-hmm. which is which perfect. Which is also a vibration and frequency. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. So uh, sound most things and light. Are, more, most things are simply vibrations and frequencies. Yeah, I mean, matter, that's the basis. Matter itself is a vibration and a frequency. Right. When you see a rock and you pick it up, you say, wow, this rock is really hard. It's harder than this glass of water. Right. They're both the exact same thing. They're both matter, which is just the rock vibrates at a frequency where it holds the matter, that those particles together tighter mm-hmm. than that water. Right. But it's the exact same thing. If right. you were to vibrate that rock at a certain frequency, it would fly apart into water. Mm-hmm. It's just like when you have ice, water, right. and then you have gas. Right. They're all the exact same thing. They mm-hmm. vibrate at different frequencies. Right. So humans are the same way. Right. Yeah. Yes. And we also have our three stages, soul, spirit, thought. Right. Yes. We are ice, water, and gas as right. well. Wow, no. I never thought about it like that. It's true. See, I get very informed doing, you know, having these conversations as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you always bring something that I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. Well, you too. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what this is about, informing ourselves, informing each other, informing okay. our listeners. Yeah. Okay. But let's get into <clears throat> why frequencies and vibrations are of importance to even know about. Why are we talking about frequencies and vibrations on the show when we're talking about the power of words and later on the media? Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about that? Uh, main reason is because we have a thing in us called chakras. 
Right. Right? And our chakras are, can you explain what chakras are for the people? <laughs> Again, I love it because we do it. <laughs> I enjoy this. Okay. So um, your, your, your chakras are basically, these are the energy centers in your body, right? Yes. We have thousands of them, truthfully. But, uh, any, you know, when you go and you study this, they're going to give you pretty much your basic seven. Yeah. So all of these chakras start um, at the base of your spine, mm-hmm. in, which is called the root chakra, and it travels up to the top of your head, to your crown. And then there are also, you know, a couple of others that they say extend beyond the head, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically these are energy centers. Right, yes. and they vibrate at a certain level. They, uh, um, you know, in a certain direction at a certain speed. Chakra literally means will. A will, yes. Chakra means that's yes. the definition of a chakra. Right. A will. Yes. Of energy. Of energy. Yes. So it emits energy. Uh, it's basically what creates your aura. Mm-hmm. All of your all of your chakras come together and create your entire aura. Or your so, light body. Yeah, your light body, your etheric body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what that is is that you know everything that we uh, that all of the input you know whether it be through sound uh, through through uh, our vision all of these things that come in the energy sources that enter us you know affect the way our chakras work the way that they are either balanced or imbalanced and mm-hmm. you know and then that in turn uh, creates our aura and affects. You know, <laughs> okay. That. So that's what a chakra right. is. That's what they are. Y'all know I'm long winded. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's what it, that's a great yes. explanation. That's what a chakra is. It's what makes up your aura. Right. Uh, but as well, another important thing about chakras uh, is they control your emotions. Yes. They control your mind state. They control your memory. Literally. Yes. They control all these things, which are great. Well, it's actually it's like a back and forth thing. Yes. Because your emotions and stuff affect your chakras, and then your chakras in turn, you know, affect yeah. your emotional memory. Right. That's right. what I mean by memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming back to the point of frequencies and vibrations, each chakra in your body vibrates at a specific frequency or hertz. Yeah. Hertz is basically a measurement in sound. Right. Okay. Uh, another thing we need to note with this is that each Emotion vibrates at a specific frequency and hurts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll just go through a couple. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven main chakras right. that we need to know about. The root chakra, which is at the bottom, uh, the lowest it will vibrate at is 228 hertz. The highest is 912. Okay. The sacral, which is right above it, the lowest it will vibrate at is 303, and the highest is 1212. <laughs> That right. number. <laughs> Solar plexus. Uh, the wow. lowest it will vibrate at is 182, and the highest is 728. The heart, which is probably one of the m- most important, yes. because it controls the flow from the lower ones, which are your earth yes. uh, chakras, and your higher ones, which yes, are your spirit. Um, the lowest one is, the lowest it can go is 128, and the highest is 512, which actually makes that the lowest vi- uh, vibrating chakra that allows to vibrate that low, which makes a lot of sense. Okay, wait, say that again. Your heart chakra is the chakra that can vibrate the lowest. Okay, okay. 
than other chakras. The other chakras won't even go that low. Okay. You might die or lose a limb. That's for real. <laughs> That's what gives you disease. Right. Well, yes. That's why people say vibrate high. Yes. You'll live a better life. Yeah. Because if you vibrate too low, you are now opening your body up for disease, yes. cancer, yes. to come into your life. Mm-hmm. That's where that comes from. The throat chakra, the lowest it is supposed to vibrate at is 192. The highest is 768 hertz. Okay? The third eye, which is your pineal gland, the lowest is 144. The highest is 576. And the crown is lowest is 216. The highest is 864. <clears throat> These also can be <clears throat> translated into musical notes. Yes. Okay? Yes. Which means music, and this is going to tie us into our topic. next topic, mm-hmm. is that specific musical notes hit specific chakras. Right. The root chakra is a B. The sacred chakra is an E. The solar plex is an F. The heart chakra is a C. The throat chakra is a G. The third eye is a D, and the crown is an A. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to note that when they when you play music on the radio, or you hear new music that each one is affecting that each one is designed yeah. to affect specific chakras. Right now, why does that matter? Who cares, right? Yeah. You just meditate, and it doesn't matter. Right? I listen to whatever I want to. I meditate. And it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> right. No, that's not right. It's not, it's not. No, I know it's not right, but... You know where I'm going. I know where you're, yes. That's what I'm like. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's not right because emotions vibrate at specific frequencies right. as well. Right. The lower the vibration, the worse. Would you like to hear some vibrations for your emotions so you can know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Hold cool. up. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Start at the top. When you vibrate in high, that's why they say vibrate high. Mm-hmm. Vibrate higher. Yeah. Right? You'll hear that a bunch, especially coming up within the next year or two. Right. That will get a lot more popular because right. this type of information will become more popular. Right. So people will be saying Not vibrate. popular, but more well-known. Well-known. Yeah. Correct. I yes. like that. But enlightenment, which is the highest emotion you can have, which is an emotion. Enlightenment is an emotion. Really? Yes. Which is the color purple. Yes. Right? Yes. It vibrates from 700 to 1,000 and up. Right? So basically means your crown chakra can get up there, your sacral chakra can get up there, and your root chakra can get to enlightenment. No other chakra can reach that. That actually makes a lot of sense. Well, when you start to study all the different... Yep. So if I play songs with the A note, the E note, or a B note, it actually triggers enlightenment. Well, depending on... The material in the song. Yeah. But that's why it's always good to listen to music with no words. Yeah. So let's get it out of the way. When you listen to music with words, words, like we said at the beginning, have power. Mm Mm-hmm. So they automatically throw off whatever the beat is doing. Right. And they give it a different frequency all Together. Yeah, because when you put both of those two powerful things together, because just like you said, you know, music, each note affects a different emotion, affects a different chakra, right? Yeah. When you combine that with the power of words, you got a you have nice a weapon. elixir right there. You have yeah. a weapon. You have a Uzi yeah, you do. for your soul. Yeah. And that's what music Especially, is. Especially, you know, and depending on what the content of your music is. That's what music is. Yeah. That's why music is so popular. Yeah. 
We're going to definitely get into that. In yeah, oh, I'm excited for that. Yes, yeah. definitely. Okay, so enlightenment is the highest vibrating thing. Mm-hmm. Below that is peace, right? Everybody wants peace. Right. That's where everybody's all world peace, peace this, peace that. It, vi- it vibrates at 600 hertz, which is also purple. Okay. It's wow. a little lighter purple. Lighter right? shade. Mm-hmm. So 600 hertz would be around, let's see, the solar plexus can do that. Uh, the throat chakra can do that. The third eye, not so much. It gets up to 576, so it can't really reach peace. Okay. So when you open your third eye, it doesn't mean you're gaining peace. Right. That okay? Yeah. Okay. So really, you need so really you need about a a G or an F note. No, about notes. A G or an F musical note on your music to reach peace. Mm. And that's a fact. People look that up. People yeah. people look all I mean, these things up. People who study music know. Yeah, yeah they they know that a lot of uh orchestras are made with those notes. Mm-hmm. You know, you Beethoven know, and things of those natures. Yeah, I think the thing that amazes me about the you know, all of this knowledge is that it's so scattered in different places, but then it all connects. Like, yeah. you know, like the the musicians get that one part and they know about the notes and things mm-hmm. of that nature. You know, and you got your people over here who learn about the chakras and things like that. Yeah. You know, but it's like it's so amazing that all of this knowledge, the same knowledge that's in music, that's in numbers, that's in science, that's in physics, all really just connects to really uh, fully understand, understand, you know, the entire, uh, the human body, the the universe, the way things are made and why they're made and how they interact and things like that. Because everything comes from one source. One source. Wow. Everything is omnipresent, which means it goes through Everything. everything, yeah. The source energy of creation, right? Present, it exists in everything. Yeah. Which means you have to look at everything in order to from how fabric it. is made, right? To how a spaceship is made, mm-hmm. to understand that there's a key connection between those two things, right. That you need to know about, right? You know, especially for the well-being of your organic yeah. body, your yeah. spiritual body, mm-hmm. and your habits. Mm. Correct. Oh yeah. <laughs> So would you like to hear some more or should we get something else? I mean, What's you know, more? Look, okay, let me let me just run through a couple more. Yeah, go ahead. All right. We got time. Joy. <laughs> joy vibrates at 540 hertz. Love vibrates at 500. Okay, that's why you know your heart chakra is 512, mm. which is a C. The, the C, C note. note is the heart okay. note. Okay. All right. Uh, reason is an emotion. Reasoning. Is an emotion. It vibrates a little lower than love at 400, which means you need to reach reason before you reach love. Mm. Just know that. Wow, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I like, it's good to relate the scientific terms to the emotional terms mm-hmm. because when people speak things like love and balance and enlightenment, yeah. proves that there are steps to take. Yeah. That you got to reach one thing to get to the next, yeah. to get to the next, or you can do certain exercises or read certain books or be around certain people, you know? It, mm-hmm. it just proves that so that people can't tell you any, anything. You can really do the right things for yourself, right, you know, right. because certain people are the problem. <laughs> Think about it. Um, willingness is right below acceptance at 310, which is kind of below all all of the chakras. Mm-hmm. So these are the – I'm about to get into the lower – uh, frequencies when you see somebody when 
when you're vibrating real low, when you have a horrible diet, yeah. when you say words, curse words the every music. day, when you listen you to music that, and you watch reality TV <laughs> all day and, you know, it's just, I'm not even going to say no specific. Right, don't do that you know, to him. <laughs> you know, certain shows and, or, or like he said, you, you have people on your timeline mm-hmm. just clouding you up. You start to hit these frequencies and lower. Of um, <clears throat> neutrality is probably the medium, which mm-hmm. is why it's called neutrality. Right. Which means you're neutral. You don't really feel either way, good or bad, which is not always a good thing. You're supposed mm-hmm. to feel. Um, below that is courage because you need, once you're vibrating low, you're going to need courage to make it up. Does that make sense? Or you need courage <clears throat> to get over your fear. Okay, yes. Yeah. That's why it's right in, under neutrality because it's a median. You can either go down from courage or you can go up. Right, right. But you need it to do either or, to deal with what's below or to make it to right. what's, what's above. And courage, just a quick fact. I don't know why I have all these random facts, but I'm just that guy. <laughs> Cur means heart. Right. Age means maturity. Mm-hmm. So courage is the maturity of your heart. Pride is right below courage, and it vibrates at 175 hertz. Anger is 150. Desire is 125 hertz. Mm -hmm. Fear is 100 hertz. Grief is 75. Apathy is 50. Guilt is 30. And shame is the lowest. And it's at 20 hertz. Man, okay, you're saying all these things, and you're making me not even want to go into the next song because I have a lot of things that I want to say, and I'm glad that you read that. So before, <laughs> can we do, okay. go to the box right now yeah, and then get back? Okay. Okay. All right. So y'all stay tuned because we got some good stuff coming up next. Yes. Shower is a gift, a quiet moment to self, heaven set, a massage is bliss. 
fresh blankets and some dinner made. Small things that really matter, like a bird's chirp or a gentle shade, or all the little things we didn't say, because they spoke for themselves. A moment in time, in a hundred years, no one will speak about, like the tree that fell in the forest, and no one was there to hear it. So did it make a sound, and why didn't God just leave it out? The answer is because it was meant to be. The passion and the energy, the science and the chemistry. Welcome back to Inner Thought Radio with your host, Woman of the Womb and The Fall Back Up. Yes. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning in to episodes of Inner Thought Radio. Um, If you are just now tuning in, excuse me, if you're uh, just now tuning in, uh, tonight we are talking about the power and the energy of words. We're talking about vibration and frequency, uh, about the creation of matter and things of that nature. Um, We just got done talking about the vibration and frequencies of our chakras. You know, that is like our favorite subject to always go back Mm -hmm. to if you have been listening to all of our shows. Um, But we just got done talking about that. Uh, If you missed any of this, Make sure you log on to ponderbooksandradio.com where you can go back, listen to the beginning of the show. You can also listen to our past three episodes, um, you know, and and kind of catch up with where we are because a lot of our topics kind of flow together, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes. With that being said, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Go uh, check those out. And we are going to... uh, Go into our next topic. Um, okay. So, 
I kind of wanted to touch on some of the things that you just talked about. Okay. Um, right? How do I want to word this? Okay. So you were you're basically saying that each chakra vibrates between uh certain between certain frequencies, right? Yes. I said that correctly. Okay. Yes. So there is a, a lower number mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, that's that's really the lowest that it should vibrate yes. at. Anything lower than that causes cancer. Yes. It causes well not well yes. It causes well, physical cancer. Yes, yes it does. Yes. Uh, and cancer is that is a word that can just be used for all different types of diseases. diseases. Yes. Um cancer is not just one thing. Uh so we're not going to go into that whole topic, but uh-huh. go look up cancer and the definition of that. Yes. You will see that it's not just, you know, uh-huh. the, I, what we think cancer is. Yes, yes. Um, yes. Uh, so with that being said, right, as you were talking about these different emotions and how emotions also vibrate at certain frequencies, mm-hmm. that there are some lower ones there, right? Where, where was Okay, there was a median that you said you had. What was that median emotion? Neutrality. Neutrality, right? That's right in the middle. Or they also call it emotionless. Oh, right, that kind of nonchalant thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever. Like I don't care either way. Okay, so then beneath all of that, you said, hey, what is the order? Below it? Going yeah, down going down. I want going down. All right, going down. down from neutrality. Yeah. Uh, Courage goes to pride. Pride goes to anger. Anger mm-hmm. goes to desire. Right. Desire goes to fear. Uh-huh. Fear goes to grief. Grief goes to apathy. Apathy goes to guilt, and guilt goes to shame. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, our third topic, by the way, if I haven't already said this and, you know, return back to air, our third topic was how do media and music uh, affect us um, on a mental level, on an emotional level? level, uh, how does it affect our habits and things like that, right? So when you, when we are discussing, let's set music aside for a moment, right? Mm -hmm. When we're talking about media and mainstream media, they use everything, you know, that they use and that they talk about is to induce fear, right? To keep you in this state of fear, all the terrorists and all of this and that is going on. Yeah. You know, the the police are this and everybody's afraid yeah. or everybody's angry. You know, all the black versus white thing and all oh, they done did this. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. mad and stuff like that, right? So so I think that you kind of bringing that down, you know, because people hear that all the time, oh, the energy and the vibration, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But these, the, the mathematical numbers and all of the evidence is kind of right there, which really proves how these tactics that they use to play on these emotions mm-hmm. really create uh, imbalances within our chakras, which mm-hmm. if we go back to when you asked me that definition, create our aura in the way we interact with mm-hmm. the world on an energetic level, mm-hmm. on an etheric level. So I yeah. think that you kind of breaking that down was very important as far as leading in to, you know, that the uh, the idea of, of media and what that does, and not just media, um, you know, you, what, what did you say about shame and guilt? You know, when we talk about religion, when we talk about sexuality yeah. and things of that nature, why they play on those emotions because it, it keeps you in a lower yeah, but I, I think more so right now, especially in the times that we're in right now, mm-hmm. um, I think it was originally to bring the vibration of people down. 
yeah. to make them eat more easily um, controlled, for one. Well, yes. I think that worked already. Yes. I think it's been working since the 70s, the yes. 80s. You know, I think they really went into hyperdrive at those points mm-hmm. in time. And people don't even realize that they're already traumatized. Yes. They don't realize that they're already at shame. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. And people need to know what, with that being said, the amygdala. Am I saying that right? Amygdala. Amygdala. Yes. Is a part of your brain mm-hmm. that controls the reaction to shame and to emotion. Emotion. Yeah. It it controls your emotional memory mm-hmm. in your brain mm-hmm. and also your reaction to shame. Yeah. As we can we we just stated, shame is the lowest vibrating. Thing. Right. Right. So. By using these things, you can then manipulate people, a.k.a. brainwash them, mm-hmm. into thinking whatever you want them to think. Yeah. A lot of people out here are doing things that they think they made the decisions to do. Right. I like this. This is something I like. But in reality, there is not them doing it. Right. They don't even realize that they are, have been pre-programmed yes. to go to the movies that day. They have been pre-programmed to stay at home on this day. Right. They have been pre-programmed to say, I don't really like those types of people. Right. They have been pre-programmed to say, this is my religion. Right, right. And they don't, and they think that they're making all of these decisions mm-hmm. when they're not even making any of those decisions at all. Those, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said, okay, you brought up the, the thing about the brain and programming. Your brain is, is literally like a, uh, a computer system, yeah. right? It downloads information, it mm-hmm. upgrades, it downgrades, all you know, all these different things. Mm-hmm. So your brain is is this huge, like a a huge computer that stores all types of information. So any input mm-hmm. that you put into it, which kind of goes back to what I said earlier, you know, whatever comes in, it creates. Uh, sorry, it uh, you know, it it it. It is stored in your mind, and whatever that is, especially when it's repetitive, when certain messages and things are repetitive. Repetition turns off the analytical part of your brain. Right. The thing about the human brain that is probably not even a problem in most computers today is that it's only broke. It's well, not it's probably not the most important parts. Well, yeah. But the main parts are the male and female parts, the right hemisphere and left hemisphere. Once you Activate one side enough, the other side shuts down. Yeah. That's where you get a lot of dysfunction in human beings. Right. But chanting, repetition, these mm-hmm. things are proven to shut down the analytical part of your brain. Right. Just try it. Go in the bathroom. Try Everybody at home, try this. Go in the bathroom, go in a quiet place, and come up with a phrase. Um, USA, for one. Let's say that. Okay, that's often used when you go to political rallies. They're mm-hmm. like, USA, USA. Yeah. The reason they don't give you a second to think after a president or somebody speaks is because they don't want you to really think about it. Yeah. They say, you know, things like, I mean, Donald Trump, everybody heard of Donald Trump. They're insane. It's crazy. You know, oh, we don't want Muslims to come in at all. You know, that's insane. That's actually an insane statement. But people don't look at it that way. Because, like, right afterwards, he's like, and we're going to have a security. USA, USA, USA. That shuts down the part of your brain that says, hmm, was that crazy? Yeah. Or was it, or is it USA? And then you're 
you now associate with this phrase, this repetition, with whatever well, yes. the message is. Well, I was, okay, yes, and that kind of does go back to what I was saying because, mm-hmm. well, the original point I was making with that is that, you know, your your brain is like a, uh, you know, is a computer. Yeah. And so whatever information is put into it is stored in your mind. And especially, and I'm glad that you did say that because when certain things are repetitive like that, you know, it becomes a specific belief. Whether it's right or whether it's wrong or whatever it is, mm-hmm. is repeated enough for your brain to now say, oh, okay, all right, I'm now that it's not just a, an input thing, or, you know, it's not just a memory part, but now it is a secure belief in in my mind, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but with that, I, you know, that made me think of, and I, I know a lot of people are going to be salty when we say this, but uh, back when Obama, you know, was doing his campaign, yeah. what was the little, what was, what was his little thing? No, it was Thanks. Obama, remember? Or what? It was something like that. Like, he did the whole, like, video and had, like, a little music thing to it. I don't know. I got to look this up. Yeah. But I remember it. I, I remember it, like, watching, you know, watching that and being caught up in all the hype and, like, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I have a president. And then that little song. I can't tell you not really one thing from any one of his speeches besides, like, you know, the change, the whole change thing. Yeah. But I remembered that, you know, that whole, the little change. The, the, I, I think it was been like. Because the people who are in charge of these things know how the brain works. Yeah. They're not actually right. and that was the point that for your yeah. opinion. I don't need to know your opinion or have to. I don't even have to agree with your opinion as long as your brain just associates me with right. winning. Right. Your brain associates me with being the leader. Mm-hmm. Then I am, therefore, the leader. Right. And the people who are behind a lot of campaigns know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is good to note, right, first of all, it's good to note the people who are feeding us this stuff. I think we should talk about that. Yes, yes. That is a very, that's a very good that's point. That's important. Because also going back to that word, the programming your mind your mind is meant it is meant to be programmed by certain inputs yeah that is how you are hardwired to do certain Mm -hmm. things so it then goes back to okay well what are you being programmed with so when we talk about media and we talk about tv they use these words for specific reasons television programming what is it programming you to do and why and why and what is it programming you to think who who would do this right why would you even if you knew how to do all these things why would you do it? Right. You know? Right. I, and here's the answer. Right. This, this is the literal answer for that, for anybody who was ever wondering, like, why are they going out of their way to make to certain so, people think? Do, extra. You know, I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's because they didn't vote. Oh, it's because they did. It's actually deeper than that. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really just a thing called special interest. Um, in, in the 80s, there were 50 companies or more 50-plus companies that were in charge of all media outlets mm-hmm. in the world. Yes, that includes TV, That radio. includes everything you read, everything you watch, mm-hmm. and everything you listen to. In the 80s, there were 50-plus companies, which is still a very small amount of people right. who are in charge of the entire world's thinking. Because mm-hmm. that's what you're really in charge of. You're, you're really you're in, in charge, charge of... of you're in charge of mass consciousness yeah. and which way that goes. Right. But you can see, like, in the 80s, there, there are a lot more opinions out there. Right. People had a lot more views going on from the 80s going back, mm-hmm. you know, because really before the 
forties and stuff like that. They none of this matters. Right. They didn't, didn't have they didn't have all that. You didn't have a machine right. that can control everybody's thoughts. Right. You know? But coming up into the time we're in now, how get how many companies are there now that control all every single media outlet? How many? There's very few. You know? Like eight or nine of them. There are six. Six. Wow. There are exactly six. GE, News Corp, Disney, Viacom, yeah, Viacom, Time Warner, and hold oh, is that six? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, I think I missed, missed one. one. Yep, okay. but there is one more, mm-hmm. and they just got away just now because they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are exactly companies that control. Ninety percent of media. Right. The reason is ninety percent is not one hundred percent because you have people like us, right, who are on the internet, right, taking our own media control. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're not looking for MTV to say, "Hey, inner thought, do you want to?" No, we're good mm-hmm. because then we couldn't say the things that we're saying right, right now. Right. They have a special interest, mm-hmm. which means they have a agenda for you to buy Coca Cola, to go buy Drake's out to go buy this specific thing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just a true fact. Right. There are specific things that they want you to do and you're going to do them no matter what. Right. Unless you and just all, don't and, listen and to And all of the things that they are leading you to do or to think are things that will cause you to vibrate on a lower level. level and have detriment to your life, have right. more cancers, be sick. Right, which feeds beyond. the medical it industry. Feeds the industry which, that yeah. feeds the company. Right. That's a very intricate plan. That feeds the whatever families that are in control of these six companies yep. that own all of media. Yeah, and right. because there are six companies, there are, this is a fact, mm-hmm. there are exactly 232 executives in control of 277 million people's right. thought process. Right. That's 232 insane. people are in charge of the world than how they think. Yeah. So do you really think that out of those amount of people that they care about how you really supposed to feel? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And we just feed into it every day. We become the people that they want us to become. And then it gets to a point, you know, in in this time, I do kind of want to lead that into the music because it gets to a point where we then perpetuate the uh you know, this, like, psychological comatose thing that, you know, that we got going on. Yeah. Because they, uh, you know, they, they feed us the stuff. They give you the songs, the thing. They, oh, and this kind of goes back to repetition, right? Uh-huh. When we go back to what well, we lead into talking about music. You yeah. listen to the radio. What do they have their top ten, the, the top ten list or whatever? Mm-hmm. And they play the same songs on the loop over and over and, and over. Right. Yeah. And not only that, but the the messages in the music that they play on mainstream today. I don't I do not frequently listen to the radio. I hardly ever do. Yeah. You know, the other day I was uh, you know, I was riding in the car with my dad and you know, they don't really listen to the radio like that either, but mm-hmm. it just so happened, you know, something through trying to find something to listen to and the radio comes on and there was this one song I had never heard the song before and it was uh you know, my little sister, we're riding together, my dad and his fiance, me and my, my little sister, who's 11. And the song comes on, and it's talking about, 
hit it three times, something, something, oh, something. Man. You know, like some superly, some super overly like sexual, explicit, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, I one it made me think two things. I remember back to when I was coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, we had we had our music back then too. And I remember like being young and listening to some of those songs and not really knowing what they were talking about was singing along to him, right? Yeah. And, you know, okay, I'm I'm going to be very real. You know, I like to be transparent. We have all been a part of that, that brainwashed, you know, system at one point. Yeah. Everything that we're talking about uh, is not to do at all. You know, we always knew this stuff, whatever. So anyway, kind of going back to the story, uh, you know, thinking that that was okay growing up, right? And then being in that em- environment as an adult and then looking at my little sister and I'm like, oh, my God. My little sister is listening to this song, you know, and she, if she hears it enough times, she's probably going to be singing this song. Mm-hmm. And then that that message is now ingrained in her brain at a young age to think a certain way, you know, about herself or her sexuality, mm-hmm. whatever. So why, you know, okay, what, what is my point here? My point is that these that these messages that that we listen to you know, the mindset that it, you know, that it creates in our youth, that it, even as adults, you know, that they are being ingrained in our brain, not just from the song itself, but by playing it over and over and over again to the point where we really become desensitized to it. That's the whole point. Yeah, you become desensitized to to whatever it is. And a lot of times, you know, we're listening to this music, right? And this kind of goes back into the thing about our subconscious mind, conscious mind. We listen to this music, and sometimes we're not even really paying attention to it, Mm -hmm. you know? And when you're not consciously or actively paying attention to the input, you know, that whatever is being put into your mind, you're not allowing your conscious mind to process what the messages are. Yeah. So now these messages are in your subconscious mind, yeah. and your subconscious mind is what controls, you know, is what has the most control over your emotions, mm-hmm. over your uh, your actions, your your reactions mm-hmm. to certain things. It's a it's a literal brainwashing. Yeah, it's in, it's not an accident. None of this stuff is accidental. Right. Uh, we can't look at it and say, oh, maybe they're just trying to make money. No, it's not even really about the money at the end of the day because. The control of people's minds is far more valuable. valuable than money itself is. If you really think about it, you can have people go to war. You can have people do all kind of crazy stuff, hate certain groups, love right, certain right. groups, do certain things. You know, and if and if I own the media, I'm gonna want everybody to love me and hate my enemy. Mm-hmm. And that's just really what it's really about at the end, at the end of the day. There are six real. There are six forms of brainwashing that are scientifically known, right? Mm-hmm. Six specific ones that uh, are scientifically known that everybody needs to know. We're going to tell everybody right now so that they know these things before they listen to another song or listen to another show. One is chanting and repetition. Right. These, and these are also used in war. Everything I'm about to tell you is used in warfare. Article. Number two is sub- subconscious suggestion. Right. It's just putting suggestions out there. Like if you read headlines, uh, if you if you go to Yahoo right now, type in anything and go down the news list and read the headlines. The headlines are used to suggest certain things about certain things mm-hmm. to associate certain words with other words. Mm-hmm. It is already a proven fact. You know, scientists know that 
90% of people who start the Internet don't read the article. Right. They read the headline and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you read something that says, Donald Trump is an idiot, and then you go to the next headline that says, Donald Trump doesn't like idiots. And then you go to the next headline that says, idiots in this city think this, Donald Trump coming up next. Right. You see what I just did associating Donald they're, Trump they're, with they're all different things. Right. It doesn't mean he's an idiot. Right. It just means that I just made you think that because right. now, a week from now, when you hear Donald Trump, you're going to go, oh, idiot. Right. Oh, the idiot? Even though you didn't even really read nothing. You didn't read nothing. This, okay. Uh, well, five bars of the time, I don't know anything about Donald Trump to say anything either. No. Or, either either way. No. Yes. Well, we're talking about the association right. of words, really, right. where you see it nowadays, but. Yeah, they say they're Muslim, going super hard with they, that They right go now. super hard with that. If you, if you go, go to Google, go to Yahoo and type in Muslim. Yeah. First of all, Muslim is a religious group, which is a peaceful thing, period. All religious groups are mainly about peace. Let's get that out of the way for anybody who doesn't know that, you know. And we are neither of these things. We're none of these. We don't have any association with anything, so just let that be known first. We're about the unification of all We're about the unification of all things, about love. Yeah. But, you know, if you look at the headlines, you'll see a headline that says, extreme Muslim. I read one the other day that said, Obama says, don't let the fear of Muslims hijack your faith. Wow. You see how they did you that, see what, there? You see that there? Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with anybody hijacking. It was him saying a statement of don't let somebody take your faith and right. it up. But, but, now you, but now you take Muslims and you put hijackers. Right. And a week down the line, you're like, Muslims are hijackers. Right. You I mean, and they hijackers. already did that. But you see, because that was something that was already created, which is a whole other topic for a whole other day with the whole 9 11 thing, and mm-hmm. already creating that association between. Mm-hmm. Islam, Muslims, hijackers, terrorists. It works. And it works. It works. You do any kind of survey nowadays, it works. It built up to this, and then people are brainwashed. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one word for it. So that's, that's number two, subconscious suggestion. Um, number three, controlling the flow of information. Right. We just told you that six companies own everything you take right. in. That's not controlling. If that's not controlling, <laughs> then you already gone. You already lost. Right. You know? You're lost in the sauce. <laughs> but uh, number four, amygdala amygdala tra- trauma. Yeah. How do you say that word? Amygdala. Amygdala trauma, which yeah. is the your brain really. Right. It's traumatizing the human brain. Right. So that it's easy easier to suggest things to. Right. So if we go back to that definition of amygdala, that is what you know, your control of your emotions of love, fear, anger, uh mm-hmm. desire, sexual desire. Mm-hmm. So when you create a trauma in that part of your of your brain, you You can now use shame right to make people do things. Right. Saying, Okay, uh I can basically say to you what's a good one? Uh, oh, you stupid for thinking that. Yeah. And you go, oh, or I could make you, give you two choices which aren't even really real choices. Right. You know, I can say, like, oh, uh, let's have sex with all the girls or you gay. Right. And you're like, like oh, wait, yeah, so I got to do it like this or I got to do it like that. Right. I got to make a choice right now. And yeah. you make a snap decision, yeah. which is a bad decision to make. Instead right. of taking a step back and say, I don't got to even listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Right. That's the best decision. Right. But you know? But playing on people's shame, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's all you see it in debate. It's a, it's a political move that people do often. Mm-hmm. So you just, you gonna you 
you don't like Muslims where you just like killing Americans. Right. Right? It's like, hold up. It's like, hold up. <laughs> so either I don't like Muslims or I like killing Americans. Right. Oh. Yeah. I guess I guess I don't like Muslims. Right? And you, you, you put those two things together, you like, you make a snap decision because right. 90% of Americans and 90% of the world really have trauma to their Amygdala. Amygdala. It's already traumatized. It means there are bruises in right. your brain from seeing things like 9-11, right. seeing things like the thing in London. You see these things that give you trauma to your brain, yeah. literally, literally, like somebody beating you up and you have a bruise. Right. So now the bully comes back in the future and he triggers these things. Right. And you're like, oh, my God. And you're like, oh, my God. That's what I said. You know, the whole 9-11 thing, it is like, okay, you know, that that was the, yeah, was that, was, that was the bully picking on you back then, and then you get older and you have somebody who says something, you're like, oh, my God, you know, that yeah, made me think yeah. about that time, you, you know? Most people, <laughs> most people after a while right agree with the bully. They right. don't want to go against that. Right. That's the bully. Scares them. Yeah. It's That's why it's a fear attack. Right. Um, and the last one of brainwashing is the illusional choice. Which is what you just it's said. Which is what it's I just the said. either or. It's the either or. I just right. made you think. That those are actual options. Right. It's a. It's called a black or white choice. Right. That's literally what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's called a black or white choice, which means you don't take the time to realize it's a gray area. Yeah. You can dive into this gray area and say, okay, there's yeah. a decision here, but they make it feel like it's right now. You got to right. make a decision well, because right they now. are playing on a natural instinct. Okay, when we're talking about this, that mm-hmm. that fight or flight instinct that we have, that is a natural. Uh, you know, part of how we are wired, you know. And so they play on that part because they know that this is how the brain is wired, that you have that fight or flight instinct. Yeah. When really you you don't, you really, depending on the situation, you don't have to do, like you said, I you mean, don't but have that, to that either is, of them. But we can't blame our brain. Right, I know. Because our brains were doing something good for us. Right, because, because that was a survival brain. thing. It was a survival thing. You got something about to attack right. you, you know, you, uh, animals yeah. jump out the bushes. You ain't got time to be thinking right. of the animals. But right we are, now. and this is what I'm saying. We are in a different time where we now we first of all you have to know how your brain works. Yes. This is why I really enjoyed you know doing psychology back in school because it was like wow you know learning how the brain works and why we do certain things that we do yes. is very important when it comes to things like this mm-hmm. because if you don't know that if you don't know that that's a part of your brain functioning it's easy to get tricked into things like this. You know what I mean? So that whole, yes, that fight-or-flight instinct was something that we needed as far as survival. Mm. And there are times, yes, definitely where in these days you will need to use that. But that is not something that you need to use every day. That is not, you know, that's not something that you need to use in every sort of situation. But when you give people that choice, this or that, that automatically triggers that fight-or-flight instinct, which sometimes neither of those are good choices. You know, I mean, the the choices that are they're going to give you are always going to be bad. Right. They're not going to give you a good choice and a bad choice. Right. They're going to make the what is what is the, the least evil yeah the seem like the good choice. Right. And that way In you feel better. You right. feel better about it. Right. I can remember calling you the other day, and I'm in the store, and I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm about to buy some chips. Right. Yeah. But chips are bad for you, people. They are. You know, they're just bad. For Certain pork is bad for you. Certain things are bad for you. And to kind of know, make you feel a, better about it, healthy. yeah, to kind of make you feel better about it, I said, uh, you know what? They got hot dogs in here. You're like, get the chips. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I'm like, yes. I got her to choose the chips, at least. 
Because, you know, you give people a horrible right. choice, and then you give people a, uh-huh, all right, yeah, I mean, deal with that. In a comparison, you're like, uh, okay, it's not that bad. And then now your brain actually thinks that this thing that's bad for you is good. It's not, yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's okay. You can drink some water. Be all right. Be all right, all right. I can meditate after can listening meditate. to this horrible song. Yeah. <laughs> Not as bad as me listening to the one that's just really bad. You know, <laughs> we're going to take a break, and we will be right back. So we look at what's going on. This is an extreme aggression. Um, I'm also hearing about it from everywhere. It's, it's in the islands. It's on the continent. It's here. It's everywhere. And this is, if you will, a war and all out of salt by. Sly Fox, Cyclops, who locked in the idiot box, the video slots, broadcasting Waco, Davidian plots, they own YouTube, MySpace, when this ignorant shit gon' stop, they monopolize the news, your views, and the channel you choose, propaganda, visual cancer, the eye in the sky, number five on the dial, secret agenda, frequency antenna, Dr. Mindbender. Remote control, soul controller, your brain holder, slave culture, game's over. What's a fox characteristic? Slick shit, censored, misinformation, pimp the station, overstimulation. Perception, deception, Comcast, digital Satan. The fox has a bushy tail, and bush tails lies and fox trots. So I don't know what's real. Watch what you watching. Fox keeps feeding us toxins. Stop sleeping, start thinking outside of the box and unplug from the matrix doctrine. But watch what you say, big brother. Let's watch it. Watch what you watching. Fox keeps feeding us toxins. Stop sleeping, start thinking outside of the box and unplug from the matrix doctrine. But watch what you say, Fox Five. Watch the fifth. Factor got you all riled up. Oh, rally, oh, really? No rally needed. I'll tie you up. Network for child predators, setting them up. My space pimps, hoes, and sluts. Y'all exploit rap culture, then y'all flip on us. And you own the post, and y'all shit on us. What is they net worth? They gonna try to censor my next verse, throw them off the roof neck first. While I'm clicking my cursor, reading blogs about pressure they put on Universal. It gets worse while I'm clicking my mouse While they kicking my house They figured us out Why a nigga go south It's either he caught a body Don't sleep, they watching I watch CBS And I CBS Trying to track us down with GPS Make a nigga wanna invest in PBS Watch what you watching Fox keeps feeding us toxins Stop sleeping, start thinking Outside of the box And unplug from the matrix doctrine But watch what you say, big brother Let's watch it Watch what you watching Fox keeps feeding us toxins Stop sleeping Start thinking outside of the box and unplug from the matrix doctrine. But watch what you say, Fox Files. Watch. They say I'm all about murder, murder, and kill, kill. But what about Grindhouse and Kill Bill? What about Cheney and Halliburton? The backdoor deals on all your fields. How's Nas the most valid person? Y'all don't know talent if it hits you. Bringing up my criminal possession charges with a pistol. Pistol. I use Viacom as my firearm to let the lyrics split you. Who do you rely upon? To shoot shells at Leviathan. I'm dealing with the higher form. Fuck if you care of how I write a poem. Only Fox that I love was the red one. Only black man that Fox love is in jail or a dead one. Red rum, political bedlam. Don't let the hype into your eyes and eardrum. Murdoch on Fox, not 18 with Barackas. And he hate Barackas. He march with the marches. marches, marches. I pledge allegiance the fair and balanced truth, not the biased truth, not the liar's truth, but the highest truth. I will not be deceived, nor will I believe in the propaganda. I will not 
fall for the okie doke. I am tuned in. Watch it, watch it. Watch what you watch. Watch cause we watch Watch what you watch Nick, Nick, Nick Media Misleading ya Watch what you watch Welcome back to Inner Thought Radio with your host, Woman of the Womb and The Fall Back Up. Yes, welcome back. Y'all, thank y'all for tuning in with us tonight to mm-hmm. episode four yep. of Inner Thought Radio. Uh, if you missed the beginning of the show, uh, make sure you go to ponderbooksandradio.com. You can listen to the show from the beginning as well as all of our other archive shows, um, episodes one, two, and three. Also, make sure to go on there and subscribe uh, to the website. You uh, get access to the free ebook. Um, you know, the books that we already have, the Woman of the Womb book series that are releasing, you know, the new year and all yep. throughout next year. Um, and then some upcoming books. We have, I forgot to mention this in the beginning, but we have a writing contest yes, yes. going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, uh, you know, you've got some time to go on there and subscribe to enter. If you want more information about that writing contest, uh, make sure to send us an email at ponderbooksinradio ponder at com or, or introvertempath at gmail.com. Yes. So ponderbooksandradio at gmail.com or introvertempath at gmail.com. Yes. That will get you into the book writing yes. competition. We can give you more information about that. Yes. Um, you know, the the we are choosing three winners, you know, with the best creative uh, writing yep. stories to, uh, you know, to be featured on our website, you know, mm-hmm. to turn that into a book and uh, sell that through Ponder Books and Radio. So that's a cool yep. little contest we've got going on. Uh, with that being said, was there anything else you want to add? Uh, just make sure you subscribe. Yes. You know? Yes. Go to the website, hit the subscribe button, and subscribe. Yeah, because we have a lot but of we also have, coming up. Yeah, we have some members-only shows coming up, yes. too. Yeah, that we're going to be starting therapy. next year. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but with that being said, Again, thank y'all for tuning in. Um, we have talked a lot tonight about the uh, the power and energy of words. Yep. Uh, the frequencies, uh, well, frequency and vibration, period. And then the frequencies and vibrations of words and music. Um, and then, you know, we just talked a little bit about media and its effects on people's minds, uh, emotions, and habits. Yeah. Um, and then also, you know, music. And I, you know, and I did want to touch a little bit more on that subject of of music um, because if you have been rocking with us since the beginning of the show, we talked about, you know, words themselves being a super powerful force yeah. and music being a super powerful force. Yeah. And so when you put those two things together, as you said, what did you say? You have a, what did you call it, a weapon? Uh, a Uzi, an Uzi for your soul. Right, for your soul. And so with that being said, music is probably one of the biggest 
the biggest forms that shape our ideas and our perceptions about certain things, that it really, um, you know, hell, you know, it can, it really has the power to control your mind and how you see things and how you interact with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being said, the other day, uh, you and I, we were out mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we we're talking to some people and we passed by the train station. Yeah. And a young man had, uh, I don't know the whole details of that story. We didn't really stick around and see. But from what we learned, a young man had been shot out there yeah. at, um, you know, at the train station. Uh-huh. And we got onto the subject of, you know, all of these, all of the violence uh-huh. that we see now with you, all of the self-hatred and hatred yeah. for others and the anger and stuff like that. Because you know there's specific ages. Right. Yeah. Because you have to take a look at the, you, you know, and I and I don't want to, like, box in any one specific thing, but I speak on this because, you know, this is the culture that I grew up in uh-huh. uh, as far as, like, hip-hop music, rap yeah. music, R&B, and things, you know, things like that. Yeah. that. That is the culture that I grew up in, and that is, you know, that is the world that I kind of live in that I see. So that's something that I do have to speak on, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, so many of the young brothers and sisters that I know mm-hmm. are into that. Yeah. And when it comes to the music that we have today, okay. which, you know, in, in past generations, they always had, you know, like the gangster rap and whatever, whatever. Yeah. But now you listen to the radio and it's like every song is about money, 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 uh, hoes, 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 guns, 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 drugs, 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 you know? Yeah. And so when we go into the topic of how, you know, the energy of words shape our reality, um, you know, and and what we push out into the universe shapes our physical reality, you have to realize that when you are uh, constantly listening to these messages, which goes Mm -hmm. back to that thing, you know, that same tactic of repetition that you said, when you are constantly repeating, repeating, repeating these same same, uh, ideas, that input is stored into your mind as a core belief that you now have. Mm-hmm. You are now looking at the world where you're like, oh, it's all about what? Oh, it's all about having as much sex as I can. Oh, it's all about drugs yeah. and violence and whatever, you whatever. You what become, you, you do, you yeah. know? And so going back to that story that I said, uh, that I was mentioning, we kind of talked about that. And we were like, wow, you know, it's really sad because, you have these young men walking around all day listening to this music, and then you wonder why, you know, and then everybody's like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? What's going on? You know, stop the violence. Yeah. You know? I think it's because people don't know that they themselves are easily brainwashed. Yeah. They don't want to admit it. Yeah. It's the same way as calling pork chop soul food. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. You put the term soul food on it, and now you have melanated black families who think this is something you're supposed to eat because mm-hmm. it's our culture. Right. First of all, let's take that off. Of. Right. No, it's not. Right, because where does that come from? I mean, it, it is a culture that is to express street value mm-hmm. of what's going on on the block. It originally started about, you know, in the 70s, yes. talking about parties because, you know, that was the culture back then. Go to the party, dance, mm-hmm. you know, and it uses these specific beats, specific drums, mm-hmm. and everything has a reason. 
Right. Even that drum itself, it has a frequency yes. to make you shake your rump. Yes. It's just what it is. Look it up. F- look up the funky drummer. Go to YouTube and look up funky drummer. 80% of hip-hop songs have the funky drummer drum beat. Mm-hmm. It's a specific drum loop yes. that specific you, your mind reacts to. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. So by taking hip-hop and say, okay, for them, you got to think about who owns hip hop. Right, because that goes back to the who are the the who are the major companies. companies right, what do they want for a black melanated culture? Right, what do they really want? Do they want success? Do well, they want? I'm sorry, that goes. We first of all, and that's going to be another topic mm-hmm. separating the two words. Well, black culture and a melanated yeah. being. First of all, that's what I'm saying. Yes. That's why I'm saying both because we haven't talked about that right. yet. Yes. But normally I would not even say black. Right. I don't like that word. Right. So now that I said it, I don't have to say it anymore. Right. Melanated is what people of hue are. Right. When you have hue in your skin, it's because you have melanin within your right. skin. So you're melanated. We are a melanated right. people, which means hip hop is is really cater towards melanated individuals, right. melanated right. families, melanated neighborhoods, melanated youth. I think we need to do a show on melanin. We should do a show <laughs> We on need that. to do that. We need to break that down. Yeah, so people yeah. know. Yeah. But with, with that being said, hip-hop is the best form of warfare for mental warfare when it comes to melanated individuals. Youth, yeah, really. Definitely. Because at a certain age, you stop caring about a lot of things. Right. I mean... Well, because most of your conditioning, when you study psychology, well, first of all, most of your conditioning takes place from from year zero, which, you know, when you're certain months old, from year zero up into age seven. Mm -hmm. That is like the concrete part of your conditioning right there. And then from seven to 14, you are then building on that. Really, once you kind of get to 13, 14... You, your mind has already been programmed to think a certain way. And so that's why you have a lot of adults who are like, yo, you act like a child. And it's because they've never really extended their mind past a certain part because they were already brainwashed at a certain age to think a certain way. That's, yeah. You know, most of your conditioning takes place as a youth. And then it's really just perpetuated through the rest of your life and it cycles. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. And that's why... It's catered towards the youth. Yes. It's a youth language. Right. It's a youth uh, medium. Right. You know, but you got to really look at that, though, because if it's a if it's a music for the youth, then why is it in the strip club? Why do the number one hits be strip club anthems? Yeah. This is right. catered towards the youth. And that's what I was saying earlier about riding in the car and listening to the song, and I'm like, my little sister is sitting here listening to this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what is that? You Desensitizing are creating, her at a young, at a young age, age to, to think that being promiscuous is okay. Is okay. Right. You are promiscuous. Right. You want people to think that their sexuality has no bounds. Right. There's no boundaries. There's no moral value right. in your own body. Right. And this is specifically for melanated individuals. Right. Not all cultures have this. Right. You go to any other neighborhood, they will look at you crazy yeah. when you act a certain way. Mm-hmm. Because they're not getting brainwashed with the same thing. Yeah. They're getting brainwashed, too. They're getting brainwashed to feel how 
you know, the companies want them to feel. Right, right. To do what they want them to do. Right, right. We are programmed to live to live up to the stereotype. They are programmed to see to view us as a stereotype. But then it's messed up because it's like, well, damn, we kind of we kind of live up to the stereotype because we're not educated enough to not right do so. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like you said, both me and you, even though we know this, Mm -hmm. are going to listen to a hip hop song when we cut this show off. It's just the way it is. We are very well. Program within our program, right. it becomes pleasurable to us. It becomes pleasurable to us because it releases dopamine, it releases right. certain chemicals in our brain, mm-hmm. and this is called an addiction. Yeah. After a certain period of time, hip hop is not just your choice of music; it's your addiction. Yes, because even with certain songs, where I'm like, oh, you know, for in my first time hearing this, I'm like, oh my god, I hate this song. But then it's like you hear it enough, and you're like, okay, all right, mm, I'm kind of okay. Oh well, I'm kind of off to it now. You know, and and but you know what? The thing with that is, I think the more uh, because it was a certain point where I was like, oh, okay, I know it, but I'm still gonna go listen to this. But now it's like because I have really tailored my environment to a certain thing. Even if in my mind I'm like, oh, I kind of want to listen to this song, I'll go to listen to it, and I'll be like, I can't even listen to this song no. because now I really I feel what it's doing to my. It's like somebody who smokes cigarettes. If you ever smoke cigarettes and you stop smoking cigarettes after a certain period of time goes by, cigarettes stink. Yeah. It's a, it's like it's like a vegan. If you if you live your whole life eating meat, you stop eating meat for a year, and you say, "I'm just going to try some chicken." Yeah. Eating some chicken like, and hit your stomach. It will turn your stomach. Yeah, it's the because same thing. Certain things in your life that are not really supposed to be there. So when you take them out of your life. And then you try to put them back in, your body rejects them. Right. And that type of music is one of those things yeah. that your body will naturally reject. Yeah. When you turn on a song, you write it down, it's like, you know, my my B.I., mm-hmm. my beats doing yeah. this, my yeah. beats doing that. I hit it from the front, I hit it from the back. <laughs> right. And you write it and you're like, oh, this used to have such a bop in its way. Yeah, now, now I just think about degradation. The, yeah. How degrading like it is. I can't even people. rock with it. Who is this person saying these words? Yeah. You start really seeing the dysfunction. Yeah. Not just in the music, but in the person. Yeah. That's saying the music, and and then the old you for yeah. accepting those that things. It, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think you know, kind of to really sum it up, it's like if we want to really uh, change our environment, and people, you know, are talking about the and the things that we want to see, we really have to be very selective in what we choose to to watch, what we choose to listen, listen to. to. You know, we really have to start to tailor our environment that promote those things that we say that we want. Yeah. You first know? You gotta, I mean, those things you got to do, you got to heal first. Yeah. It's like you said, you got to let it go for a certain period of time, uh, fasting from these things. Yeah. And then afterwards, even if you try to go back, you'll, you'll then realize that they're wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The main thing I say is start cleaning the balance. Like, okay, you like your trap music. You don't listen to it all the time. Don't listen to it while you're going to sleep. Don't listen to it when you first wake up. You are starting your day off with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's addiction. Yeah, and it there's got to be a... Once you have one addiction, you start to grow an addictive spirit or addictive yeah. um, characteristic. You just become addictive. Yeah. You start doing drugs. You start listening to this. You start going to see of certain movies. Yeah. You start just engulfing yourself in all kind of addiction yeah. because you then have an addictive personality yeah. you cannot let go of anything right, right. because the music is just the one thing right. you know 
Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh man, I still have more to say. I feel like we need to extend our show like in, in a whole another hour. But with that being said, we want to say thank you all for tuning in, and that is all that we have for the night. Yeah. Uh, our last song is it's not really a song. It's not a song. The last thing we're going to play. Uh, are the frequencies of healing? Yes, for the, healing the aura. Healing the aura. If you if you put your headphones in and listen to these frequencies, they will literally heal your aura. Yeah, take some deep breaths in through the nose, out, out through, through the, the mouth. mouth. Deep breath, where yeah. you can feel it from your tummy, and you know, kind of let yeah. the. And if this is on your uh, speakers, just turn it up really loud. Yeah, and this is will kind of give you an example of those the frequencies that we were talking about earlier, as yeah. far as music goes. So with that being said, you all have a great night, and we will see you next Tuesday. Much love. Yes. Till next time.